There. Good morning. I understood that Rob is a bit late. He will show up eventually when they decide that he can leave on his own out of the old folks' home and not start screaming at clouds. Let me pour my coffee because I just woke up. Uh, there, we need to sit right. Damn, the chat has been busy. Let's see who's here. Homeschool time is already here. Juan Cabrera is also already here. Fiddle Ford McGucket. I still like that name. And Atham. Who let you across the border? Hmm? Where where are my moderators? Why is Atham across the border? I did not give permission for that. Hmm. Because we here at Red Evening don't care about racial jokes. Because they are jokes and we still have fun. Oh, that reminds me. You guys, have you ever seen Community? Community is now on Netflix, I saw. And by God, that first season is so politically incorrect. I was laughing my ass off just because it was so long ago since I heard somebody make a racial joke. <laughs> they weren't even that bad. I mean, everybody gets a hit. Like, there's sexist jokes, there's racial jokes, there's sexual preference jokes. It's just very amazing. Oh, there he is. Yeah, Good morning. don't call me late for the fucking party. <laughs> oh, no, Vince told me, like, oh, Rob is late. Oh, no, I'm just going to start. We'll see what you show. I was not talking, everybody, about Community. Did you ever see that series? Community? No, I have not. It's about this group of people who came from everywhere needing to go back to college, but they go to community college, which is very cheap. And the, the uh, everything is just really under budget. And by God, there is Chevy Chase plays in it as well. Oh, and he plays the racist boomer. And remember when it was okay to make jokes about everything? Yeah. That's Back that in, show. like, the 80s. Well, yeah. that's that show. Okay. And it's fun. It really is fun. Like, making fun of everybody's sexual preferences. And there's a kid called... What's his name again? Abed. And he, on purpose, calls him Abed. Things like that. Calls him a terrorist. <laughs> like, all the stereotypes are in there. Oh, God. Those are good times. Yes, sir. Yeah, but it was just so refreshing to see it again. I, I watched Community years ago, but I couldn't remember it wasn't this funny so in old red evening standard how have you been i've been all right uh you and i talked a little bit the uh, what last night uh just so you know i'm i created a blog post it's going out on monday i'm doing a video this weekend that will go out on tuesday it has nothing to do with you it has nothing to do with other people that I've already kind of alerted certain folks that it's like, hey, this ain't about you, so don't worry about it. Not that you give a fuck, Jack, but we talked about it. You and I talked about it. You know I, what I'm talking I, about. We have come to that level where I do get, how do I say that? I can get 
emotionally hurt by th some things, if you would say them. Right. I am emotionally invested. That's there the you go. I, well, I am invested enough with you to uh, right. This ain't care. about you, Jack. So don't worry about it. How can something not be about me? I'm well, me. When when you well, this <laughs> is true. When you're Jack Napier, the world revolves around you. Yes. But this one, this one, I guess maybe that will hurt you then because Jack, this isn't about you. Uh. <laughs> but it's a good thing. So how can it be good? It's not about me. Yeah, well, you you'll see. You'll see. Yeah. So, like I said, did a blog post. It'll come up on Monday. Um, doing a video this weekend when I get some time that I kind of want to tie in that post and another post that I did earlier about a week or so ago. They, mm. they both tie in very well. It's a good post. Um, so that's, that's the big one there. That's most recent. Um, I've also been dealing with work right now, like today. Okay. Today they, Utah decided, all right, we're gonna, we're okay. Do you, Jack, do you, well, God, you might not be the, you might not be the guy to, to bring this up to, but some of the guys in the chat, TJ might remember this. Uh, Chesty might remember this. I'll bet fuck Chesty's got one of those incredible memories. I'm sure he remembers this. Do you guys in the chat, do you remember when, um, right after 9-11 or, you know, within a year, we had the color-coded system. Green meant there was no terrorists anywhere to be found. Red meant there was terrorists and they're about to blow your house up. And everything else was in between. Amber was, you know, terrorists are coming to your house and they're going to kill you. Yellow was like, well, they're, they're, there's a terrorist on your block. Do you guys remember that? Uh, I some of you guys know yeah tj wasn't born yet or he was like five <laughs> okay but uh, nick remembers uh atham do you remember that uh some of you guys you're gonna remember that we had that whole color-coded alert thing for terrorism Here's the thing. I, 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 I swear to God, I either wrote a blog post about it or I said something on Twitter that we're going to have the same thing with this whole bug. Mm -hmm. Well, Utah is doing that. Okay. We have a fucking color coded system. Green meaning, ah, it's pre cur you know, it's pre bug time. Mm -hmm. uh, yellow is well, the, the bug might be around and Amber's the bugs here. So you need to social distance and you can't go to school, but you know, you need to wear your masks, but you can go to work and red meaning fuck the bugs in your nose and <laughs> you better not work. You know, you better close down and you better not fucking do shit. You Come better not I'm telling you why. Right. Coronavirus is coming to town. Thank you. Yes. That's beautiful. <laughs> it was too great not to respond to. Right. Okay. Well, Utah decided to be unoriginal. And they, <laughs> they took from the federal government from the terrorist days back in, you know, 01, 02, 03. 
and decided, hey, you know, that was a pretty good thing. So we're going to do our own version of that. So right now we just got done with the red level that the, the, the bug is in your nose and everybody's dying. Mm -hmm. And so y'all better work from home and, and non-essential and all that bullshit. Okay. Well, we just went to Amber. Okay, so schools are still closed because fuck schools because they're just babysitters anyway. I and agree. you still need to wear yeah, I agree too. I, I'm not disagreeing. But with Amber, it's fuck schools. You still need to wear a mask and stay separated by at least six feet. Mm -hmm. But all you guys that were uh, working from home, you can go back to work. You can go back to the office now. Non-essentials, what, what I think there's like five of them in Utah. Those guys are still, they're fucked still. Okay. So that's what I've been dealing with as of today. That what have I seen on the streets? Motherfuckers wearing masks. Motherfuckers still social distancing. Uh, most of the jobs, the at-home workers are starting to filter slowly back into the office. So there's been more traffic on the streets, which that I don't like. It's like, oh man, I loved it for the, what, last month, almost two months, that I could just go in with my big ass truck and park wherever the fuck I wanted. And I didn't have to fight with traffic or pedestrians. We're seeing a lot more traffic, not so much on the pedestrians yet. Uh, they're, they're probably going to be on Monday. Mm -hmm. But there's definitely been more pickup as far as the work goes. Uh, we haven't brought anybody back yet to absorb that load. You know, it's like, well, you know, business is picking up. Uh, maybe we ought to bring some guys back. No, no, we're not going to do that yet. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on there. Let's not get fucking crazy. So work has been a lot more hectic, mm -hmm. especially today. And I noticed it that I was like, God damn, I, I liked it better when nobody was on the roads and nobody was out because everyone was clutching their pearls and shaking their hands <laughs> and everyone was scared because at least traffic wise and parking wise, it worked out to my benefit. Mm -hmm. That's what I've kind of been dealing with today. And, you know, and I'm sure obviously the good old days, as I'm calling them now, of just parking wherever and traffic is non-existent and there's no pedestrians. I'm sure when I go back on Tuesday, it's going to be, you know, it's not going to be like it was, you know, back in the green days pre-corona, but it'll probably be worse. And, and, and you guys, you know, what is going to happen? Well, they're going to say, go back to work because big daddy government said, bad bug gone, go back to work. And motherfuckers are going to come back from work and they're going to sit around the, the coffee pot or they're going to sit around the water cooler and they're going to talk about the trials and tribulations of working from home. They're not actually going to get anything done. Nope. They're not going to be like, wow, you know, well, hey, let's just go back to work. They're going to be like, oh, Karen, let me tell you about the trials and tribulations I went through. They, they should label me a hero because I worked from home and I juggled my three brats. And that here I was happened. thinking I wasn't being able to wake up. But there it is. The anger. <gasps> it, it came back to me.
Right? Uh, well, no, I couldn't. I am imagining the situation right now where I'm back at the office and they start. They start out immediately after they came back. Now, why did you have fucking kids? Did you have fucking kids in the fucking first place to just dump them anywhere? Was that the initial plan anyway? Like, hey, I'm going to have kids because I can dump them. Imagine you actually taking care of, or you know what, Rob, choosing your freaking spouse. How about that? Like considering spending the majority of the time with the person you choose to live with. Imagine men. No, 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 no. Because again, water cooler and at the coffee pot, they will say, it was so hard working from home and I missed you. I thought about this long and hard, but you know what? I am just going to say it out loud because it needs to be said. Say it, Jack. Preach. Ever ever since women came to the workplace, the workplace has become nothing more than an evolved babysitting camp for adults. It has been not about work, but about the experience of work. (laughs) It hasn't become about cooperation. It has become about the experience. Of cooperation. When did everybody decide it that the results at the end of the line didn't matter anymore? But the experience of getting to the results of the end of the line. <laughs> you may call me sexist or whatever for that remark. I just call you jaded and cynical, Jack. You're way too fucking young. You got to be my age to be having these goddamn experiences. Oh, no. I have been having these experiences for a long time. (laughs) I always wondered why it just can be as easy as, hey, your results are great and above average. Please have a pay raise. Please keep working with us. No, I got fired from jobs because, one, I made people insecure. Two, I didn't consider my co-workers' feelings. <laughs> While I had clients, because this was in my fitness instructor days, asking for me. They asked for a schedule made by me. I'll get to the super chat in a moment. We'll do uh we'll do a roundup around the 30 minute mark. But after that, I was just like, you know what? Go f- you know you said you know what I wanted to say. Go F yourself. The thing is, then I started noticing something because, well, as a young man who just came into the working place, you wouldn't consider the common denominator of the people who complained. But guess what? They all had. Tits. What What was the common denominator of the boobies? Of the of the co-workers who complained about me. It was either emasculate uh am i saying that right yeah effeminated men. Well no 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 hang on Jack hang on they have boobies too. True. True. So the common denominator is they had boobies. Yes, indeed. They all had. There you have yeah. it. There you have it. And don't get me wrong. I have 
also had female co-workers who I learned a lot from, but the majority of them, and this is why we can, um, what's it called again? Generalize. This is why Stefan Molyneux works as well. Again, exception does not make the norm. We have to live with the fact that the norm is Karen. Karen has now become the norm, people. Why do you think they hate it so much? Why do you think fat shaming is a thing? Because the norm has become so fucking low. Yes! You're right. Jack, uh, I'll be right back. I got to take care of an emergency real quick. He means the bathroom. <laughs> or maybe the... Uh, please don't be the cats. Well, if Rob is gone for a moment, let's go over those super chats. Amos, Joseph. No one's a hero. We... We're all just working to pay the bills. You are correct, my good sir. Screw this hero sheet. Yeah, these, I saw it passing by on Twitter. All these doctors making TikTok videos. Heroes don't have time for that. Nurses and docs are doing a job. Everyone is just working. Yeah, well, I might not agree with you on the nurses and doctors there because if it was that bad, why are these TikTok videos showing up? always ask questions uh we had another one and i heard you and i resent that remark because it wasn't <laughs> about the bathroom it was about the cats fucking getting into shit i'm surprised the oh. mic didn't pick it up oh but no. i had to see what the fuck those little assholes were up to but are the cats okay oh yeah the cats are fine it's the house that i worry about more than them because they can move <laughs> so no shit you should have a mobile home we discussed that <laughs> amen there i'll tell you what Oh, God. Uh, Fucking chat wanna... live tonight. Yeah, the chat's really alive. Very, um, what's it called again? Very, uh, I can't, uh, my English is failing me this morning. <laughs> I don't know the word. They're very active. Let's, uh, yes. Invested. Invested. They're very invested. Yes, they're very invested in fucking up my house. You, uh, you want to do this super chat? I did the first one. Men too. fought for their rights. Karen whined for theirs. Oh, God. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, Men fight for their rights. Women <laughs> complain. <laughs> Dude, you know what? Men didn't just fight for the rights. Men fought for the rights for Karen to complain. I still think it's funny that women got the vote just because one guy's mom told him to vote yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, real quick, I want to, I, I, I've kind of had like one eyeball on the chat, just kind of scanning some things. I, I want to clarify a couple things real fast, and then we'll just move right the fuck yeah, along. Yeah, sure. Uh, Drew Bay brought up a good point. I know the guy's been making masks for the hospital workers and whatnot, which, Drew, I commend you for doing that. That is an awesome thing you're doing. And wearing masks, and I said this on Let Them Burn with Nick, Wearing masks in a hospital setting, you know, I'm in an operating theater. I don't want to be coughing or sneezing into a chest cavity. I have no problem with masks there. I have problems with motherfuckers wearing masks when they're out grocery shopping or they're out on the street. It's like you realize you're a Karen, right? Because you're wearing the mask. You you drank all the fucking Kool-Aid. The mask, you know, even even whether it's social media, mainstream media, whoever it is, they all say, oh, well, it's not going to protect you from the virus. It's there so that you don't get others sick. Hmm. Fuck them. I don't care. 
unless it's in the hospital. Yeah, I don't want to cough into somebody's chest cavity. So, yeah, something like that, common sense. Yeah, we got a bunch of sick motherfuckers around, or we got some immunocompromised motherfuckers around. All right, fine. Yeah, in those certain scenarios, those certain settings, you know, whatever, I'll wear the mask. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not totally inhumane to other people's problems. But out on the fucking street or in the grocery store, man up and suck it up. This thing is not even as bad as the seasonal flu. Get over yourselves. And so when I see men, especially wearing fucking masks, I'm like, pussy, <laughs> fucking pussy. You know, it's like, really? You obviously either Karen's been telling you to wear the mask. And so you went, okay. And you did. <laughs> or you've been watching the mainstream media and you drank all the fucking Kool-Aid and did a handstand while you were at it. And you went, okay. <laughs> or maybe you're just a pussy. Stop doing it because fuck it. If this thing is not nearly as contagious or as deadly, it's it's not even the Spanish flu. It's not the seasonal flu. Fuck it. Guys, I've been in hospitals. I've been in clinics. I've been everywhere on my route because my job was deemed non-essential. Mm -hmm. I only wear masks in convalescent homes. I only wear masks in hospitals. And that's because those guys are asking me, hey, would you please put on a mask? Yeah, okay, fine. Anywhere else? Fuck that. I'm not sick. I'm good. I don't know anyone personally other than maybe Nick. Because Nick got sick back in January and that his symptoms, and he already mentioned it in the chat, but the symptoms he described, I'm like, my God, Nick might actually have had the bug. He mm -hmm. might have. Okay, Nick's fine. He's drinking bourbon right now, hitting the like button, right, Nick? Before he decides, yeah, I'm going to go and pass out now. Everybody so, better be hitting that like button. I hope so, too. Well, there you go. Tempest is bringing shit up. You know, there, there's all, all these guys, you know. I, oh, and that brings up the whole, you know, heroes work here, you know, in, in the super chat, too. They're, they're not fucking heroes. I'm sorry. They are not fucking heroes. You signed up for the job. Okay. That's how I look at nurses and doctors. I'm not saying I'm not thankful for what they do, mm -hmm. but you are not a fucking hero. You volunteered. You signed up. You took on the job. That's your fucking job. Deal with it. Same with military and first responders, cops, all them. Hey, I appreciate what you do. Thank you for your service. However, you're not a fucking hero. That's your job. You volunteered. You signed up. You knew the risks going in. So you ain't a fucking hero. That's your goddamn job. Well, and that's what you sign up for, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know what you're getting into. And of course, in these times, they... Well, they make everybody into a fucking hero. And it's like, you're not a fucking yeah, hero. But that, yeah, but they've been doing that. I mean, remember when Caitlyn Jenner was the most um, most brave person in the world? Caitlyn Jenner. Or, oh, well, you know, Bruce. he's so brave. His, his, his name was Bruce, what and now it's you? Caitlyn, right? Whatever. Yeah, something like that. So brave. So Everybody's brave. brave right now. All, you, all you guys here. in the chat listening to me ramble and I'm piercing your eardrums. You're so brave for being on in the chat and listening. You're so brave. 
You guys are heroes. Fuck. Oh, I remember this girl I really had a crush for, by the way. By God, man. My high school crush. And I did make out with her once. Once. Um, I remember, like, my mom died and things like that. And she told me, I think that's so brave of you. And I just looked at it. I remember this. I was, how old was I? 16, 17? I don't know. I don't know. You were young. And I just looked at her. Why is that brave? And right? She looked, and she looked at me and she goes, well, you kept moving forward and you kept doing things. And I told her, like, do I have a choice? Did I have the option of just laying in bed, doing nothing, and just letting life go by? Dude, that's brave. Because, <laughs> I mean, my mom's dead, not me. So I don't really know what else I was supposed to do. And she it's just looked at me getting like, on with it, for fuck's sake. And she looked at me like, well, but it looks so hard. Of course it's hard. That's like, life. Fucking life is hard. That's life. How does the Sinatra song go? go I've been a... Da, 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 da. That's life. What's oh, yeah, exactly. That What's is that is life. It, it is. There's no fucking guarantees. I was thinking about that earlier today. Okay, here's a fun one for you, Jack. So I got thinking about it. I don't even remember why, but I got thinking about it. And, and oh, I know what it was. Real quick, real quick. If you have children, you're a hero. <gasps> oh, that's right. You, you, you might even be Tradcon. <gasps> the real heroes of the That's internet. right. The fucking saviors of the West. Because they're going to bring down degeneracy and we're going to all just fucking hold hands and skip to the fucking sunset. So anyway, I got thinking earlier today and I thought about it and I thought, when I look at my extended family, how many of them that are or were younger than me, how many of them have died? And I thought about it and I thought, well... My cousin Cammie, she died around the age of, I want to say 29 or 30. Mm. She died in a fucking plane wreck of all things. Talk about winning the lottery. You know, so what are the odds? She, it's okay. She died in a fucking plane wreck. Mm -hmm. Okay. My cousin Matthew, who is actually younger or was younger than you, Jack, he died in an explosion at work. He was welding on something and a spark went off and it blew him the fuck up. Ooh. Okay. Right. And at that time, he was that. younger than you are now, Jack. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have another cousin that she technically is older than me. If had she lived, she'd be older than me, but she died at 27 due to basically not taking care of diabetes. Okay, she decided, ah, fuck it up. Insulin, I don't need that. Okay, well, it fucking killed her at the tender age of 27. All right? And I got thinking about it, and I thought, you know what? There are no fucking guarantees. There's no guarantees that, Jack, that you're going to outlive me. There's no fucking guarantee. 
I mean, yeah, in the natural order of things, I've got age on you. So theoretically, you should outlive me. Mm-hmm. That's not a fucking guarantee that you will. You're right. Okay. I, I figured that out with my mom and my dad. My dad smokes and has been a daily smoker for probably 75% of his life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's he's not going to give it up. That's that's he's like, nope. I like it. I'm doing it. He's he's addicted to it. It, it is what it is. That's what he does. I know the okay. feel. <laughs> okay. We all figured back when my mom was alive. There, there's the spoiler, guys. We all figured, oh, my mom will totally outlive my dad. One, she's younger. Two, she's a woman, and women tend to live longer because why? Because guys tend to want to die sooner. Okay. <laughs> or guys do stupid shit like smoking and risk taking. So we all just assumed, oh, it's a fucking foregone conclusion that my mom will outlive my dad. And she didn't. Okay. My dad's still around walking and smoking, doing his thing. My mom's dead and in the ground and has been for about a year and a half now. There are no fucking guarantees. Okay. Anyone could go at any fucking time. So fuck it. You might as well enjoy your lives. You might as well do the things you want to do because maybe you will live to see a hundred. Maybe you won't. I knew a guy, uh, a professor, (laughs) here we go, back in college. He was one of the health guys. I had to take a health class. And so he was the teacher. At that time, he was like 48. And he flat out told us that throughout his entire family, they had hereditary heart disease. His great-grandfather lived to be like 52. His grandfather lived to be 51. His fucking dad lived to be 50. Well, somehow he figured he was going to break the mold because he was the healthiest guy that was the healthiest guy that ever lived. The guy ran, he ate right, he worked out, he monitored every fucking thing because by God, I'm going to beat this thing. Mm -hmm. Jack, can you guess what? happened he dropped dead yes while out running one day he was out doing his five mile run at the tender age of 50 and he dropped fucking dead okay can i add something to that absolutely bring it on jack because i get where you're coming from absolutely like seize the day and things like that all of that however you can exponentially increase your lifespan by just making the right choices. Now, I'm not saying... I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm not saying that you are telling everybody not to do that. However, I have heard the running man's argument before from my dad, who is 315 pounds. Now, I talked to him about this whole corona thing, and I told him flat out, like, Dad, the only people who are dying... We're going to die anyway because of stupid decisions. The corona thing is just speeding up the process. It's Me, just but, the final nail in the coffin. That's bingo. all it is. So what he um, resumes to do is, well, you can't control death. And I told him, well, you can to delay point, it. Yes, you can. Like, I agree. Can. I agree with you, Jack. Yeah, hold on. Up to a point, you can. He proceeds to say, well... What about these running people? I'm like, hold on, Dad. I'm not. Um, this is correlation and causation. 
running has not ha does not have the same percentage of deaths as obesity has. So one could conclude that one is worse than the other. Yes. And he says, well, you can't always have it your way. I'm like, that's not an argument. This is, no, arguing, it's not. With, this is arguing with boomers. Seriously, <laughs> you can't win. Because no, you can't. So I told them, no, we can conclude from that that obesity has a higher death rate than cardio. Therefore, if you have to make a decision, we can conclude that you it is a better option to do Burger King than being overweight. Am I right? <laughs> well, you just want to you just want to be right all the time. Like, oh God. So when it comes to the whole do whatever you want, when it comes to making decisions, look at the Things you can do that can actually increase your lifespan instead of shortening it. Oh, I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm no, not disagreeing. I, I look were. at it and it's like, you know, that yes, there there are things that, you know, if you decide you want to be a fat piece of shit and you want to eat a bunch of junk and you want to smoke two packs a day, and all that bullshit, yeah, dude, you're just begging for bullshit to happen. Color me surprised when it does. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm in total agreement. Preach into the choir, Jack. But at the same time, I also look at it and go, well, this is oversimplified. And I know, I know, I know. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. eat right, work out, do all that shit, die anyway. Okay. Does it mean I'm going to go out and, you know, fucking, you know, play marbles in traffic on the freeway in front of an 18 wheeler and smoke seven cigars simultaneously while mainlining heroin into my arm and doing all kinds of shit? No. But at the same time, I'm not going to get all fucking paranoid about it either. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I could be eating right, doing all the things that, that, Anyone you drew, anyone else prescribes, hey, do this, do this, do this. Okay, cool. And I could go to work tomorrow and get hit by a fucking truck and die. Mm -hmm. Or I could get on an airplane like my cousin did and the fucking plane goes down. I might as well enjoy my life instead of like, oh, well, I better not do these things. And I know you and I know Drew and all these other guys. I know that's not what you're preaching. I know, no, no, no. I know. Can, you I still got to have quality of life. You still got to enjoy your fucking life. So what you're nobody saying, here gets out alive. True. So what you're saying is, don't overstrict yourself because you're gonna die anyway. There's right. only so much you can do to, well, theoretically expend your lifespan. However, that does not control other circumstances out of your control, like the external right. circumstances. Right. Whether so it be a car yourself. accident or it be yeah. a fucking plane accident. Yeah. Don't lose yourself to the grind of trying to live forever. Bingo. Because, you know, to quote Fight Club, on a long enough timeline, your probability to survive goes to zero. Okay, so you may live to be 100, but if you were living in fear and I got to do it all right... You could fucking die getting out of bed, you know. You could die getting out of the shower. You slip and fall and crack your fucking head open on the toilet. Oh. And 
wow, you, you never enjoyed your life because I got to do it right. I got to do, I got, I got to follow the seven steps. <laughs> and I'm looking at it going, really? Dude, I, I've seen enough shit over time. And that's maybe where age comes in. Drew, I think, can back me up on this. And even I think you can, Jax. You're a smart guy. I do my best. You do. And you do an amazing job. But you, you, you live long enough, you see some weird shit that happens. Like I said, a cousin that dies in a fucking plane wreck. And it's like, wow, if I'd have had odds on that, man, I'd be a multi-billionaire given the odds of that happening. Hmm. Okay? Because that, that's right up there with winning the lottery. It's like, what are the odds that you're going to die in a plane wreck? Very small, really. And it's like, you know, you're more likely to die in a car accident than you are a fucking plane. And yet she, her plane went down and she died. So if that's the case, you might as well enjoy your life. Mm -hmm. Do it, you know, do it. Obviously, don't go full bore into the abyss and fuck everything. I'm going to go straight nosedive down. No. But at the same time, dude, you're not going to live forever. Hmm. So you might as well make sure you make some time to enjoy some shit that like, like when my mom died. Okay. Up to that point, I had never in my life smoked a cigar. Never, mm -hmm. just never got around to it. I was like, oh. I tried cigarettes. They were nasty as fuck. And I'm like, fuck that. I don't see what the fucking big deal is here. Well, at the after funeral event. So it was right after the funeral, right after we put her in the ground. Buddy of mine is like, dude, I want you to have a drink with me and smoke a cigar with me. And I'm like, I'll do the drink, but the cigar, fuck it. Why not? I've never done it. Don't know why I hadn't, but you know what? Fuck it. What am I waiting on here? Why not? Let's try it out. If I don't like it, fuck it. At least I tried. Well, I tried it and was like, oh. I, I kind of understand what the big fucking deal is now. Hmm. Does that mean I smoke cigars on the daily? You know, no, I don't. But I understand the ritual. I understand why guys smoke cigars. Mm -hmm. And so I have no problem now with smoking an occasional cigar. Is it cutting down my lifespan? Probably. But <laughs> so is this. Okay. You, you get old enough after a while, guys, and you realize, you know, not not to sound nihilistic because it's not. But you get to a point where you you kind of in a way you've kind of seen it. You kind of mm. seen it all that it's like, oh, Karen's going to Karen. Cl uh, pearl clutchers are going to clutch pearls. Uh, the the powers that be are going to rip us off and they're going to fucking take our money and take our freedoms. And most people are too big of pussies to do anything about it. Because they talk a big game on social media. Oh, well, if they fucking come here, I, I'll fucking show them. Hey, you know, motherfuckers, you guys, you know what? They can't arrest all of us. <laughs> Says the guy on social media behind a closed door wearing a mask. And this is why I always say learn to box. Because you'd be surprised how many guys say they can fight but can't actually fight. Oh, dude, I'll full up admit, I've been punched in the face several times. I know what that's like. Uh, out of all the fights I've been in, and I haven't been in a lot, the last time I was in a physical fight was probably back in high school, to give you an idea. 
But I know what it's like to get hit in the face. I know what it's like to get my nose punched and to fucking bleed. Okay. It's not, I mean, it's enough to make fucking tears run out of your eyes and make you fucking pause. And it's like, whoa, fuck that hurt. But I also realized I didn't break into a million pieces either. Mm. But I also learned, goddamn, I don't like that. So can I learn to box? Yeah, that's something I can do. That, that That's a possibility. Or I can learn to shoot. So I learned to shoot. Hmm. That way it keeps me in check. Mm. It's like, oh, this guy's spouting off. He's talking shit. Okay. Well, you know, drunk me and, 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 and fucking, you know, testosterone me is like, I'm your huckleberry, but it's oh wait a minute. I'm packing a gun. Mm. I am the most dangerous man between me and him right now. Most likely, unless he's packing too, mm-hmm. which is always a possibility in my world. That motherfucker could be carrying a gun too. And he might be better than me. You know what? Maybe I'll just chill out because otherwise he might be the huckleberry that I didn't want. Or I might have to kill this motherfucker over what? Because he wanted to talk shit. <laughs> now nah, I'll just chill. I'll go over here. Leave, you know, whatever. Yeah, well, and that's the same thing with boxing really, because you are physically f- very fast capable of taking a guy down who's talking shit. This is why this is where the whole strong and silent type uh, archetype comes from, I guess, because the guys who can actually know how to fight won't throw words at you that fast. Oh, They'll no. Just sit back, relax, because they can handle the situation. Also, uh, I want to add one more point and then get to the sponsors. Okay. The whole cease the day thing, yada, 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 do whatever you want, you're going to die anyway. I am always afraid that I'm not going to die and end up wasting 40 years of my life, ending up being 70 and not getting everything out of it that I could have. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I do. Jack, people will I, say, I, I, I have on. to interrupt. Okay, go ahead. Do your thing. People will say this with working out as well. As in, oh, you're going to die anyway. Yeah, but what if you like stay alive for 40 years and you end up 30 of those being fat, ugly, and wasted while you could have been in shape and banging hot chicks? Like, eh. <laughs> I get where everybody's coming from. Like, oh, you're going to die anyway. Yeah, but... I tend to not want to take the risk of dying early. Know what I'm no, saying? I, I agree. I agree. I totally agree. Okay, you're. It's better to err on what you're you're talking about than to err on the other side and just say fuck it completely. Nature. But I also know that a lot of our survival probability not only is involved with making good choices. We'll call it that. Mm-hmm. Okay, whether it's diet, exercise, nutrition, all that stuff. Some of it seriously is hereditary that, hey, you know, either you have a family that lives forever for whatever reason and you you have that working for you. It doesn't it doesn't guarantee you. But at the same time, hey, you, you got better odds just because, hey, you came from, you know, good stock. OK, <laughs> but then there also comes that point that. You did what everyone else told you to do and you're fucking miserable yep. because you did it all. And I, I did it by the book. I did it. I did it. I did it the way you told me to do it. And your fucking life ain't all that much better. Maybe it's minorly better, but not majorly. And you get to a point that, yeah, fuck it. Let's see what happens. Bingo. And let's so get to the, uh, you want to try get, some other shit. 
Well, let's get to the sponsors. And after that, we'll get deeper into the whole do whatever you want thing because our jobs try to make it very hard for us to do that. Oof. But we'll get that. After. Yeah, do it. <laughs> this show is sponsored by the Gendernomics audiobook written by Carl from Black Label Logic, blacklabellogic.com. And the audiobook is narrated by yours truly. You can get gendernomics and building value in a audio book bundle on gumroad apologies with a corona discount i have taken off five bucks off the price so now both gendernomics and building value are available for the price of 14.99 you can also get Troy Francis, official channel sponsor, his personal brand mastery course. I've been taking the course myself, actually, and I can vouch for it. Troy takes you from the beginning point of the branding to the marketing. He holds your hand through it, and he teaches you the ropes on it. A Well, it's a lot of hours. It's about 10 to 12, maybe even more hours. I haven't counted them, but you can get that course there in the link as well. Also by Troy Francis, his Charisma and Dating Academy course, up to 10 plus hours of video course, 10 hours of, uh, sorry, 10 webinars with Troy himself on improving your dating life. You will also get his in-field collection video material and three of his books. Now, remember with the Charisma and Dating Academy course, it closes on May 4th at midnight. So get in it while you're at it. You can also sponsor this channel on patreon.com forward slash Jack Napier 368. When you do this, uh, starting at the $5 tier, I have been doing suggestions, video suggestions. Those will be uploaded on Sunday. You can go to the channel and see what I've done so far. I've answered Marty's and Marty in sales's question via video. Uh, Red Crusader as well. And tomorrow I will be doing nonstop 360s video via the Patreon request. So if you want a video request done, go to patreon.com. You will get more exclusive content, but you will see that there. You can also buy Rob a beer at patreon.says, Rob says underscore underscore. If you are interested in personal training and or diet advice, go to personalstrengthconsulting.com. Or if you are interested in philosophical deep writing, go to robsays.net. You're kind of using that philosophical deep writing pretty loosely there, buddy. I appreciate the, the, the push, but it's like, wow. I wouldn't call it that myself, but okay. I would say you are part of author Twitter. Like <laughs> Nick August, you, uh, Barry, I can't pronounce his last name. Nish Nishizawa. That one. That guy. Because it's it's good. It's it's good writing, man. I mean, Barry, Barry, I, Barry I, I is original. Consider, uh, he is. I don't even consider myself into that caliber. Those guys are way above me. I'm just a guy running my mouth. That's all I, I'm doing. I see a couple of guys in the chat saying that they are off to bed. Well, sleep tight, you lazy smucks. <laughs> Glad to have you guys here and hope to see you next week. Leave a like and share the damn video. There. I have now 
commanded the troops. Let's see if they listen. <laughs> One of them is Drew Bay, I might add. I, am, I know. Drew's I am not. commanding I Drew Bay. <laughs> Except he already left. He was yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck it. I, I love what he did with the face mask because he's been printing them, but he made yeah. one um, as a reference to a Mortal Kombat character. I think yes. it was Mortal it, Kombat. It, it was. wasn't Sub-Zero, was it? No, no, it was not no. Sub-Zero. I forget the character that he was referencing, but it was a Mortal Kombat reference. Yeah. He made, he he made that avatar with him as pain. a selectable character. Yeah, <laughs> he was even talking about doing a, you know, he made a hint of a reference of doing Bane from uh, Batman or whatever it is, mm -hmm. Rises. He was talking about doing something like that. I'm like, dude, if anyone could pull that off, it would be Drew Bay. Shaving so like, his head. That would be a waste, though. He has such cool hair. He does, but you know me. I'm biased, man. I, I yeah. even told him that. It's like, ah, shave the fucker off like I do. Why not? My hair is you coming know. back very, very nice. It is. Yeah. I'm becoming more gray as well, which is awesome. Seriously, I hope... You're getting yeah. gray at 29? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Wow. I'm, okay. Speaking about carpe diem, <laughs> <laughs> I really hope, because I'm not sure yet, that the red pill is right about men peaking around 35, 40. Because I am placing everything on red with that one. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're betting the bank, huh? Yeah. Like, okay, guys, if 35, 40 really is where I peak and get access to, like, <laughs> okay okay uh, okay I, I all right young buck yes L let me let me tell you old bucks take okay mm -hmm. is that analogy correct in a general sense i i'd say in a very broad paint stroke sense yeah mm. however it's not entirely correct if, if you've done what you've done, because I, I saw you doing your selfies and it's like, wow, somebody's got washboard abs. Okay. I, I saw you doing your Instagram model shit. I saw yeah. you doing it. Okay. And I'm thinking, there you go. And it's like, <laughs> eh, if you keep doing that and you keep being the most interesting man in the world, uh -huh. you keep doing that kind of shit, dude, you can push that beyond 40. Okay. Because I already know guys that they're they're well past 35, 40. Mm -hmm. And they do just fine with the ladies. They do just fine in everything they're doing. But they also started young like you. And they've maintained it throughout their entire lives. And so that, that analogy of, you know, men peak at 35-ish somewhere in that ballpark, I think that's more... For the average guy, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But then again, if everything, if alpha is a mindset, mm -hmm. and granted, there's a difference between mindset and delusion. There's a big difference. But if you have the mindset, then you don't have to go, well, so-and-so said 35, and so I guess I'm fucked. Because if you do that, well, then you know what? They're right. But you can go, you know what? No. Again, mindset, ver you know, reality versus delusion. If you're a fat piece of shit at 40, yeah, you might want to rethink some things a little bit and have a harsh reality check. The truth comes down to 
what what results are you getting? You know, if you're the I only bang nines and tens, brah, and you're 40 and you haven't seen a nine or a 10, honestly, since you were 25, then that's delusion. But at the same time, if other guys can, wow, dude, you're you're actually pulling some fucking hot chicks. You don't necessarily, you know, and, and I don't have washboard abs. Well, then you got something going for you. And it may not be money. It may not be looks. It may be that, hey, I, I know game. I know how to talk to women. I, I think, you know, going back to that idea of alpha being a mindset, if, if that is the case, and even Rolo said it, you know, it, it's easy to not give a fuck when you don't give a fuck. True. Okay. That is alpha. And so, hey, if, if you don't really give a fuck, well, then you know what? You're going to do a lot better than guys that are worried about it. You know, it, it is that saying, you know, young guys, oh, I did this. Is that alpha? No, no, it's not because you still give a fuck. So stop giving a fuck and just do what you want to do. That's that to me is kind of the whole, hey, we, we die anyway. You know, it's like, well, you know, I'm going to live however long that's going to be. Am I going to take certain measures and certain steps to prolong my life? Of course. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it's not going to stop me from drinking a beer or smoking a cigar or riding a motorcycle in heavy traffic. It's not going to stop me from doing the shit I want to do. Because you know what? Hey, not to, not to sound cliched, but if it's my time, it's my time. I've lived a full life. I, I've seen what I wanted to see. I've done pretty much what I've wanted to do. There's very few things that if I died right after this show that I could look at and go, God damn it, I didn't get to that. Most of it I did. Hmm. It's like, oh, I've done this. I'm good. Same here. Well, there you go. It's a, um, it's a certain mind shift you get where um, – how did that go again? I never wanted to be the guy who laid on his deathbed and asked himself, what if? I would always rather be the guy who, have who would say, well, I failed, but at least I tried. There you go. There's, when, you, when it comes down to it, you mention, you know, we can mention the word regret. What is regret? From my experience of 48 years of walking around on the planet, the only things I regret are the things I never did. And it was because of fear. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't regret, you know, talking to a girl and she told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> hey, at least I know. I don't regret that. Hey, I got divorced because I couldn't fucking do it anymore. I don't regret that. You know, Everything that I regret, I can look back and what's the common denominator? Well, it was fear. That's what stopped me. I was afraid of whatever. And now that window's closed and so I can never go back and do it again, which, you know, I don't dwell on it, but it's like, what do you regret, Rob? Well, I regret this, that, and the other only because I was too chicken shit when I was younger to do it. And now that window has passed and so I'll never know. I've made peace with it, but that is what regret is. It's mm -hmm. not taking action. It's not doing something about it because I think of all the, the things that I've done where, wow, that didn't work out the way I hoped. Wow. That really did not go the direction I thought it was going to go. 
wow, that blew up in my face. Hey, you know what? I'm still here. I'm still alive. It didn't kill me. And so I don't regret it, even though it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. It's just a matter of, well, that didn't work out, but at least now I know. Okay. And some things I can look at and go, yeah, that wasn't that big of a deal. If I had to do it again, or if I wanted to do it again, yeah, I probably would. Why not? Then there's other things that I look at and I go, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do that again. Because it didn't work out the way I wanted or it had a worse result than I thought. Mm -hmm. Cost too much time, money, and effort, whatever. That it's like, oh, fuck, that wasn't worth it. But do I regret it? No. I don't regret it. It's like, ah, I learned something. It's like, ah, fuck that. You know, that, that wasn't worth the time and the energy. Or this over here. Yeah, that didn't turn out the way, the way I thought it would. But you know what? If I had to do it again, fuck, I'd do it again. Why not? You know, or yeah, that, yeah, that sucked, but Hey, it, it, I'm okay. I'm still here. And I learned something from it. At least now I know where instead of a oh, God, I wonder, I wonder how that would have turned out. I wonder what would have happened. You know, at least I can say, fuck, I tried like you said. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that ties into jobs. Yeah, because I wanted to get to that. Like, if there's one thing I wish in my short lifespan, I would have done more is just say no. What's the worst they could do to you, Jack? There isn't even a thing they can do to me. Because, okay, here's the thing. The worst what? thing. Hang on, hang on. My turn for just a second. Again? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you wanted to complete your thought. I want to. I want to jump in real fast. The worst thing your job can do, and they can only do it once, is what? Fire you. There you go. Now continue. What I wanted to say is they can't even do that. Because here's the mindset you need to have. Because of the whole bug thing, people panicked. And in that panic, they acted. They have not mastered their emotion. Now, what happens when you act on panic is that regret will soon ensue. Because what happened, at least at my job, and I know it happened at yours as well, they found out that work caught up with them. People panicked a bit, so the uh, demand for certain work lowered. But now that everybody adjusted to the current situation, The demand for certain jobs has risen. But what did most um, companies do? They laid off a lot of people because for one week, maybe two, the offer wasn't that high as it used to be. But now that it is as high, people are finding out that they laid off people too soon. Yep. Now what is happening, at least with me and I know with you as well, we have a scheduled day off. Now, what is happening is that our bosses are calling us and asking if we want to work at a scheduled day off. Nope. Now, friends of mine told me, are you sure you want to say no to that? What if they fire you? To which I responded, you need to know the reason why they ask you and therefore can conclude that you hold the power in that situation. Because, my dear friend Rob, why are they asking you 
if you would give up that day off? Because they cut too many goddamn people off. That's why. They want me to come in and slave my ass away and fucking put in all the hours because they acted rashly. And I'm like, no. Life is too short. I Why would I want to spend more of my time at work? Because on my deathbed, I guarantee you, I'm not going to lay there and go, gee, I wish I'd have spent more time at work. Not only that, but also the reason why they ask you, because you have a day off is one, but they ask you to trade that in for more work because they need you. Yeah, of course. And now you find yourself in a position where you are wanted yep. and needed. Now, the thing is, you don't necessarily need them. Right. You are now at the opposite side of that table. Since they need you because they have made a bad decision, you hold all the cards and you can play those cards so well if you just shift that point of view because a lot of people are in the scarcity mindset where well i have to say yes because otherwise they'd fire me no 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 no. the firing is already off the table as soon as they ask you because when they ask you they admit to you that they are in a shortage of employers employees sorry but if you don't know that, then indeed you will fall for it. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as you realize that, that's where you can make the demands. Sure, I'll come in in my day off if, if payment is raised. Now, this is not a guarantee for them to do it. Oh, yeah. Need... Usually they won't. They'll give oh, you they the won't. excuse. Oh, well, corporate, my hands are tied. Well, then you don't come in. No, I and I don't. It's like, I, I got asked the other day, like two days ago, hey, do you want to work on Monday? No. that I didn't tell them anything else. It I, wasn't, got well, I got this, I got that. It was just, no. Because I know how that goes because I've done it in the past. And it's like, no, my fucking time off is more important to me than the time I put into work. Mm. So it was like, no. You can find someone else. You know, I don't need the money that bad. And I know what I'm in for if I do it. And fuck that. I got mm -hmm. other shit to do. I got more important things that are more meaningful and valuable to me. And so even if it's, you know, what are you going to do? I'm going to fucking sleep. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> That's more meaningful and valuable to me than fucking coming in and what, making my slave wages so that you guys can fuck me in the ass? No, thanks. They nah. called me and asked if I was bored. I'm like, really? You think just because I have a day off, I'm bored? <laughs> I was training clients at the moment they called. They were like, oh, are you bored? I'm like, no. Why? Well, if you wanted to work this afternoon because, well, it's it's very busy. I'm like, I have clients. And then this, this awkward silence. Oh, well, we'll see you tomorrow, I guess. I'm like, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. See on my scheduled day when I'm supposed to be back. Yeah. Till then, oh. I got shit to do. Yeah. But a lot of guys don't understand this because they were in a scarcity mindset because and, they're and very fearful. And, and I agree. I will say this based on my experience. 
I think most of the guys that have that scarcity mindset and are fearful, as you're saying, mm -hmm. I think it's mostly younger guys. Mm -hmm. Because when you get to my age and I look at it and I go, well, I'm not going to be CEO, nor do I want to be. But I, it's, it's not going to happen. I am behind the curve. Okay. I've got nothing to prove. I'm not trying to be the next guy on the next rung of the corporate ladder. I don't need to sell my soul that bad because when I was your age, Jack, when I was a bit younger than you, I did all that. I worked my ass off. I worked days off out of fear, out of currying favor, out of hoping they'll notice, whatever you name it. And none of that shit happened. So what happened? It was the Johnny Cash song where, hey, you know, what, it, you know, 18 tons and what do you get another day older and deeper in debt? And that's what I realized that, fuck, all I've gotten is older. And, and I've spent a bunch of time at work. Uh, yeah, I made a bunch of money that I didn't get to enjoy because I was always at work. And if I wasn't at work, I was home sleeping because of work. And so I never got to enjoy the money or my time off. And that's time I can't get back. Well, and that's the thing guys need to understand is that, first of all, it's with women. Work is like women, really. There's one out there. There's a... Uh, what's the what's the saying again? There's a bus every 15 minutes. Right. Don't chase women or buses because you always get left behind. Yeah. And don't chase jobs. No, there's always another job. Even That's in this always. economy of uncertainty, you know, we've got 22 million people laid off. It's the worst since the Great Depression. And I'm not saying it's not true. However, I know for me in... All the years I've had a job and I've had a job since I was fucking 12 and I'm not talking, you know, oh, you were a paper boy or you mowed lawns. No, I had a fucking job since I was 12. I've been fired once. It wasn't the end of the world. I figured it out. I got another job. Okay. Eh, not saying life can't be tough. Life can't be hard. And oh, shit. Now, what am I going to do? Of course, I, hey, I think about that all the time. If they lay me off because of, you know, the bug and, oh, shit, what am I going to do? That's definitely an obstacle. That's a speed bump for sure. But I'll figure it out. And there was a guy on Twitter. And what he said, he was talking about banking. Mm -hmm. And he was right. And it's not just about banking. Because I thought about it. Because this guy's around my age. And he said, you know, because someone had said something about, you know, I did all the interviews and I did this and I did that and I got my degree in this and that and the other. And he said, it doesn't matter what your fucking degree in. It's who you know. Mm -hmm. And I thought about that and I thought, okay, wait a minute. Is this guy talking shit or is he talking truth? And I thought, well, out of all the jobs I've had over all the years I've been employed, so since the age of 12 to 48, there was maybe a six-month time period where I was unemployed, where I didn't have a fucking job. Out of all those jobs, there was only one that I got on my own merit, that I went in, I interviewed well, I had all the skills, blah, 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 that I didn't know anybody. All my other jobs, including the one I'm currently in, I knew somebody. Okay. I, I had a foot in the door. Oh, hey, we're hiring. Give me your resume. I'll, I'll throw it to management. Okay. So when the interview came, it was a fucking formality. 
Oh, yeah, you know so-and-so. Yeah, well, as long as you don't step on your own dick, you're good. That hasn't changed. Every job but one in fucking 30-plus years of working, all the jobs, I had somebody on the inside. I had somebody who knew somebody. You want to learn a skill? Well, I, I need to learn a certain skill. There's only a handful of jobs that really require a specialized knowledge. Most of them, it's who you know. Do you know someone on the inside or someone that can go to bat for you? That's who you fucking talk to. Don't worry about the skills. Don't worry about the jobs. You don't need it. Mm. Okay? Fucking know somebody on the inside. Know somebody who's got some weight because maybe they've been there for five minutes. Okay. I got guys jobs at what I've done because I was already there. And it's like, oh, yeah, Rob. Oh, yeah, we like Rob. Oh, Rob's recommending this guy. Ah, fuck it. Let's bring him on. Okay. Nothing's changed. Human nature doesn't change. It well, really this doesn't. is this is exactly what guys need to realize, where it's just um, how do I put this? Don't live vicariously through your job. Oh, God, no. Your this job's what... not going to give a fuck about you in the long run. You don't get pensions and retirement and all the shit that you maybe got back in 1950. You bring you, up a good point. You don't get there... any of that anymore. The corporate loyalty doesn't exist anymore, so fuck it. There was a guy I talked to past week. He was uh, 74. 74 and he still needed to work hey he's on the work until i die plan what have you done the past 30 years plus which doesn't make you able to retire <laughs> people for 74 needing to work what in god's <laughs> green earth have you been doing all this time? <laughs> That's the million dollar question, Jack. And this is what I wanted to hit home with. If your job calls you for extra shift, they need you. Remember this, guys, people who are listening, boys and girls. When they ask you, you hold the cards, not them. Because as soon as an extra shift needs to be failed, uh, be filled, they have a shortage. You are in demand, not them. Quick super chat, one ninety nine by Amos Joseph. Call it what it is: corporate simping. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Go read Forty Eight Laws of Power. Do it. Oh, by the way, Rob, I got a present for you. Yeah. Oh shit! Hit it's it at the Mexican. Good. Hey, Rob, I heard that you said that those who wear masks are uh, pussies, huh? Yes. Show me your face. Yes! <laughs> Agree and amplify, baby. I love it. Is that a Beginning, wedding mask? Similar. Beginning on May the 4th, Costco requires us to cover our faces if we visit them, so I'm going to show up like this. <laughs> That's going to be my big fuck you to you, Costco. <laughs> He's like you want to cover you want me to cover my face? Okay, here you go. Fuck you while I'm wearing my space outfit. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. I love it. 
I just hope Islam takes this and pushes this forward. Like, hey, you want us to wear a mask? And we got all of our women in check, mate. We got them all. Well, They're really already wearing wearing it. Women don't need to wear burkas. They need to wear that shit. What Atham's wearing, that's what they need to wear. <laughs> he looks like Cobra from G.I. Joe. Yeah, he does. <laughs> kind of like Cobra Commander. No shit. <laughs> I love it. All of a sudden, we got Rolo popping up in here. Who's taking my leadership? <laughs> <laughs> got oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Look who else is in the chat, Jack. Oh, God. The president is here, too. I, oh, you know what I hated about the 80, 80s villains? Except what? for Megatron. Except for Megatron. They all have this screechy voice, like Skeletor. Yeah. Skeletor that... looks awesome, but he has this Sounds horrible like a voice. Oh, my yeah. God. It was an 80s thing. Cobra Commander was the same way. His character, like, if you read the little comics that would come with some of the action figures and whatnot, Cobra Commander was a badass, dude. Mm -hmm. And then the cartoon comes out, and it's like, wow, what a simp. Yeah, his you voice. Know, just by the horrible. sound. Yeah, by the sound of, yeah, I'm going to get you, G.A. Joe. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah. Uh, come on. I, I imagined, you know, like a very white voice, you know, just Darth Vader voice. You know, mm -hmm. I will fuck you up, G.I. Joe. James Earl Jones. Did you know the original Star Wars, Um, the actor who played Darth Vader, like the seven foot tall guy? You're talking about uh, the fencer. Prowess. David yeah, that Prowess. one had a horrible voice. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's why he, they never used his voice. Yeah. That's why they got James Earl Jones is they wanted a better voice. Yeah. There, there was two actors that played Darth Vader. One did the walking around and the gestures and the other one did the voice. Mm -hmm. They made a great decision letting James Earl Jones do that. But another villain was Megatron. Megatron had a good voice as well. I'm going to have to go back and watch because my recollection of watching Transformers was that Megatron was kind of a bitch. No, because Starscream was the one. Starscream had the bitchy voice, and Megatron had a very raspy, deeper voice. I, like I said, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch some, because my version of Megatron and Starscream as a kid was they were a couple of badasses. Mm -hmm. And then the cartoon came on, I'm like, well, fuck. You know, these guys, they, they, they kind of suck. You know, and I, and I don't know if it was the voice or what it was. That's why I'm saying I'm going to have to go back and rewatch some now because I seem to recall that even Megatron kind of sounded like a bitch. And it's like, I know Starscream did that. And he was one of my favorites. It's like, I loved where he turned into a jet, but it's like, eh. but I, I could swear to God that Megatron in the cartoon was kind of a bitch too. And it's like, eh. Because that's that's just kind of how the 80s and the early 90s were, that the villains were buffoons and screechy mm. and bitchy and, yeah, I, I will get you, you kids. <laughs> yeah, the Scooby-Doo villains. And it's like, hey, you know, no, let's have villains where, you know, fucking villains were badasses, you know, that it's like, um, Megatron and the Dream. Fuck you up. What about Thundercats? Thund I never watched Thundercats. I vaguely remember that. What about uh, Silverhawks? Never saw that one. Come uh, on. I'll be right you. back. Okay. And we're wrapping up soon anyway. Yeah, uh, but uh, no, I'm really I'm really showing up to Costco like this. Uh, yeah, well, you should. You should. And if, and if they give me shit, I'm like, fine, fine. I'll use another mask. I'll wear another mask. Fine. 
Oh, uh, did I tell you the story about the old <laughs> the Mexican wrestler man? That's the blue the blue devil? What's his name? Blue demon, yeah. Blue nah. demon. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, okay, fine. Here's my mask. I'm covering my face. Uh, yeah, but you're not covering your mouth. Mouth. They said they said face. <laughs> I like the Corona chat mask. Which one is that? Mm. Cappy is putting out uh, some merch again, like the facial, the the mouth mask with Corona Chan on it. Oh, okay, yeah, he told me about that. Uh, welding mask, that's a good idea, actually. Huh. Here, but now I can see shit. Oh god, that's horrible. Nice. We're gonna wrap this one up soon. Uh, let's wait until Rob returns. Uh, I'm gonna have to jump in really quick and make the mask Better. Yeah, I'm working on some homework right now, so just oh, jump nice. in really quick. Yeah. Now, what time is it? Uh 10, 18 p.m. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, it's my friendly neighborhood Mexican. Now I know what he looks like. That's right. <laughs> he, he used the mask across the border. That's how he got past. I get it now. It's the fucking no, mask. I just I wore the other one, Rob. I wore this one. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. I love it, Rob. We're wrapping this one up. Are we? Yes. Did I miss any super chats? Oh wait, I missed one. I think. Imagine seeing people, people, <laughs> people wear Trump masks in Costco. Really? <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> or like the, the mouth uh, thing with MAGA on it. Oh, the, the freaking out would be horrible. Especially in California. Oh, my oh God. God. Is, is California really that bad, Athens? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. You, um, if you, if you, if you kind of like Trump, you just don't say that around people. Oh, uh, God. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, we're wrapping this one up. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Hit the like button, share the damn video, subscribe to the channel. Sponsors, Troy Francis, his personal brand mastery course, and his Charisma and Dating Academy course. Links are in the chat. You can support this channel and get video uh, question and answer requests on patreon.com forward slash Jack Napier 368. Uh, together with audiobooks, other videos I did, you name it, exclusive coffee cast, go there. And you can support Rob on patreon.com forward slash Rob says underscore underscore. Again, hit the like button and we will see you next week. Rob, did I forget anything? No, I think you covered it. Okay. Good night. Toodles. <laughs>